take the firearms first and then go to court because that's another system because a lot of times by the time you go to court it takes so long to go to court to get the due process procedures uh, i like taking the guns early take the guns first go through due process second how dare you you have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words until you do it i'm the boss and epstein didn't kill himself you know, it's funny, sometimes American journalists talk about how bad a country is because people are lining up for food. That's a good thing. In other countries, people don't line up for food. The rich get the food and the poor starve to death. It's the economy, stupid. And high cheekbones, like all of the Indians do. These cuts are blood money. People will die. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. I did not have sexual relations with that woman please clap hello everybody and welcome to tread on me how are you doing today jake hanging in there it's a new day i know it's almost the weekend i don't know what we have to celebrate but it's there <laughs> i do want to start off today though there's a serious issue in america jake i don't know if you've heard about this but we've talked about gun rights on our show before right we're generally right. second amendment people and and republicans and republicans have always said you know with we, we have lines when you take our guns. Even the FUDs of the Republicans say, we don't need military weapons, don't need AR-15s, don't need AKs. You just need some shotguns, hunting rifles, and revolvers. They always recommend shotguns and revolvers to you when you're gun shopping and all this other stuff. They always said, well, those guns, we'll never let them take. That's just basic stuff we need on the farm, the range, and for some self-defense if needed. Well, Jake, they've done it. They took Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam's guns away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the culture war, man. It's happening. And there's not, not a Republican out there that is outraged about this that I can tell. Like how oh, they, they literally crossed the line. If Yosemite Sam can't shoot the six shooters and Elmer can't hunt Bugs Bunny and that duck with the shotgun, what's the world come to? But you can still blow them up with dynamite, hit them with axes, sledgehammers, run them off cliffs. Like I, just all sorts of mayhem and violence. But. While, while it's all right for kids to see that violence, Jake, don't ever let <laughs> Elmer Fudd be seen on TV with a two-barrel shotgun because that is just too much. Kids, stick to dynamite. It's safer, and it's approved by your TV sponsors. <laughs> you stick to dynamite and all those, like, you know, recreational drugs. Yeah, but don't ever let me see you with a revolver in your well, hands, I mean, you still filthy, sick people. <laughs> give me a break. You should see all these, like, t these TV shows that are geared towards teenagers now like there's this one called euphoria on hbo that's specifically targets teenagers and it's all it is is just one like giant orgy of you know <laughs> it, it, that li almost literally and just drugs and like just inundated with like titties dicks and and drugs that's the whole i i got maybe like three episodes in and i couldn't even watch it anymore it was just a bit too much oh man it's like all tastes. tv though like sex sells and cheap sex sells even better because you don't have to work for it and yeah it goes down i mean <laughs> everybody likes it so like it, it's a good commodity apparently yeah it got me hooked on game of thrones for season one then i realized there was actually a story <laughs> to it come season two i was like wait a minute is this isn't just boobs Oh, okay. Yeah, this okay. isn't just Amelia Clark getting naked every five minutes. I see that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. It yeah. works. I'll stick around for eight seasons in the hope she shows me <laughs> once more. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, the eighth season sucked. The whole show sucked because of it. I like Game of Thrones. I love Game of Thrones, but the eighth I'm season actually, ruined it all. 
I'm actually rereading the entire book series again, and I'm, I'm listening to the audiobooks, not reading it, but I, I forgot how much I enjoyed these books and why I actually fell in love with that story. It was just, like, it was like, it was like my childhood had been, like, reimagined, and now it was like my adult version of Lord of the Rings. Ooh, I'll stick with Lord of the Rings any day. I think it's way better than Game of Thrones, but... I don't know. I didn't read the books. I read Lord of the Rings books, to be fair. I haven't read Game of Thrones, so I could be totally misspoken. I'm telling you, I did not read Lord of the Rings until I was an adult, and boy, was it hard to read. I swear, it was. It, it got a bit dry for me sometimes. Mm. Although the battle at uh, Helm's Deep is pretty good in Lord of the Rings, I will admit that. Yeah, it's great in the movie scenes too. But I guess, yeah. alas, we are a semi-political news show. So what's new? What's new in the news world, Jake? What do you got for us this week? Uh, dude, I don't have a lot. You know, Trump said some stupid things. Um, you know, everybody says dumb things. I don't know if you saw it, uh, but that police union, the the head of the police union in uh, New York, got in front of a uh, in front of a bunch of people for a press conference basically cried like a big spoiled baby because people were calling him and his colleagues mean names <laughs> i did see a summary of the article basically again pointing blame at politicians citizens yeah. and everybody but themselves because it couldn't possibly be any any police abuse of oh. power that would have brought them to this situation yeah it's like he was i mean he was saying all oh, there's all millions and millions of instances where police have interactions with, you know, the common citizenry and they're all positive. And I'm like, well, okay, but you guys still are doing a lot of fucked up shit. It, there's like, there's actually a really good Twitter thing getting spread around, a video that went viral of this man, you know, do, giving his speech saying how he's, they're being like, you know, torn apart in, in, in the press and the legislature and the people and how it's unfair but like they're, they spliced in like all the, the footage of the, the cops beating the shit out of protesters so it's just like really really uh, mm, mm, it was just so good. I can tell you from my personal experience I have had zero professional interactions with a police officer and had a pleasant experience. I don't always yeah. talk about millions like I've been pulled over a few times for other things, and I can't remember once thinking, "Well, this was just a pleasant, re pleasant interaction with the state <laughs> law enforcer." I've just, I've just enjoyed this. I'm gonna give them five stars on Yelp and go on their <laughs> Facebook page and say, "Like, please pull me over again soon. Great time. Willingly would love it." Like, get out of here. Like, no, yes, no one enjoys give me another two hundred dollar ticket for going five miles over the speed limit. I, I loved it. So pleasant. I... Five stars. <laughs> What kind of world do we live in? Oh my god! But I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess if you have a lot, I just want to talk about Chaz. Like this has been the oh, best yeah, thing that's happened yeah, in 2020, Chaz. Jake. And for our listeners who aren't aware of what Chaz is, it stands for Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, Seattle. Some people, some anarcho-communist. Irony there. Don't know if. They're definitely not anarchists. We can talk about more of that later. They're definitely communists. I'm sure of that. Have taken over six blocks of Seattle and set up an autonomous zone. And let's just recap some things that have happened in this communist paradise. Within two days, they're complaining about food, like out of food. And, and set, they're not really hungry, though, for people wondering. Because their first cry for help for food was to have, like, 
meat-based substitute like soy and stuff, you're not hungry if you're if you're specifically asking for a <laughs> vegan diet. They have already you're not hungry enough. Yeah, they already have a they had like this um this rapper takeover like declaring himself the police for a hot second beat people up in the streets, <laughs> run around with AKs, literally put a stop and frisk order in place. And I like normally I don't like I try to identify race. I think individuals are individuals, but I mean this is a this is a black rapper that literally put a stop and frisk institution in place. Like kind of the irony here. They've already set up borders for the love of God. Like we have borders. <laughs> we have like two stages for like just talking and protesting and movie nights. We have people reading from the Communist Manifesto. Have you seen pictures of their garden yet, guys? Look this yeah. up. It's like it's like <laughs> someone just just took a bunch of um, Roundup, killed some grass, and threw some topsoil on top, and they threw just enough plants to make a salad by the end of summer. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I think it's um, it's you know the perfect communist communist experiment. But I wonder though. I think you had mentioned to me when we were talking earlier that what if it actually is like being like sabotaged intentionally so that people like will be like, oh, see, this is why we need to have a government. I don't know. I maybe maybe some idiots are there thinking that's that's their whole plan, but I don't think anybody who. Okay, a lot of people are going to be duped by that. I could see that. But I don't think anybody who actually rationally <laughs> rationally would look at that and break it down and say, oh, these people are truly living the anarchist libertarian <laughs> no, lifestyle. I'm no, I'm telling no, no. you, this is, what they, this is what people think anarchy is, man. Like, like, plus when I they too. think of anarchy, that's what, they th- that's what they think. That's what they see. Like, okay, there, there are some interesting parts that talk about this experiment, but I'm not done making fun of them first. So if you're out of food, <laughs> if you're out of food and you only own six city blocks, just walk to the McDonald's on the seventh block. <laughs> like, do some do some trades, you know? Like, like that's the thing they missed about this. I, there could be a market. I'm sure there's a market of some sort there. There's always a market, but, like, just establish some basic parameters and set a price point and sell some products and have people make some products. Like, like are businesses even running in this zone? I don't know. I, I heard they got all the businesses to agree with it. Can you imagine being a business owner in this zone and a bunch of commies run up to you and say, we've taken over this spot of the city. Um, <laughs> will you join us? And you're like, well, well, shit, I got no choice but to join you. You've literally taken over all the land around me. If I was a business owner, I would bring a rental truck and say, I'm stocking my supplies in store. And I'd slowly be loading up everything I have in that store. And I'd abandon that thing as quickly as possible. Cause <laughs> yeah, it makes sense because like these, <laughs> these people, they, what the, the, the whole irony of it too, is they, they want, they kicked out the police only to turn around and have even worse police come in. Well, they're not so, worse. Yeah. I think that's an area, but they're definitely similar. <laughs> okay. Similar, maybe not completely worse, but. I don't know from you know because there's like they're not letting the press in so there's not any like freedom of speech happening in there so we don't really know what's going on and it's all like just conjecture at this point but I've heard that that dude the warlord <laughs> he's just been like like he's been just beating people up and <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like some guy was like tagging like you know yeah hey, fuck the police yeah. on some building and it was an unauthorized graffiti that's how the news story said unauthorized graffiti and they beat him up <laughs> i will give one prop point though this is a communist regime and at least they're arming themselves with ak's like i i mean this is I, I, I don't know, man. The last time the communists actually armed themselves, it got really bad really quick for a lot of people. Yeah, it's just, it's just a a terrible experiment. But it just 
it has bring, brought me no end of delight following like every little story that comes out of this place. But you're right. Like if anybody wants to see what com- communist paradise looks like, what an autonomous zone, please just go by yourself, visit the, the Chaz, bring a camera, and say I'm going to film and record it. And I guarantee ah, you, they'll just you will kick be, them out. They don't. You will be beat up. Of... Yeah, you're going to be beat up, harassed, yeah. your camera taken, <laughs> and you're going to have more personal viol- like rights violated in like a half an hour time span of trying to tell people what's going on there than you'll ever experience in your entire life. You know what? <laughs> it might make an interaction with the police seem positive. This is why that, that like, guy from the union got up. He's like, you can have us or you can have Chaz, and suddenly the big dick of the law sounds more attractive. <laughs> what are they actually even, like, doing, though? I'm, I'm confused because, like, of the, the turn of events. Because what I do know is that that police department, and this is Seattle, right? Yes. This is all in Seattle. Seattle's, like, you know, like like a hot point because there's a lot of fucking battles that happen in Seattle between, you know communists and like the fucking fascists or whatever you want to call them but like the police abandoned their precinct for whatever reason and then the communists are like oh hey this is now ours <laughs> are they like protesting i like what 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 is their end game here that's what i'm wondering i don't know most i've seen is they've watched a few movie nights about like um communist stuff and they apparently some white guy got up i was reading this like account is reading from like the communist like manifesto or other communist talking points i don't know what their end game is honestly it's probably any communist end game takeover part of society just like some weird hippie commune like (laughs) (laughs) yeah communal living has never worked and like guys for everybody who says real communism hasn't been tried it's literally being tried in seattle right now and they're already out of soy by day two and they're panicking (laughs) (laughs) like Like, if you can't, if you're a communist and can't even step back and get a laugh out of this, I don't know how to help you. You're, you're a miserable person. It's kind of funny. It, it's pretty good. They're a bunch of LARPer. But the thing is, is they say that they're armed, too. And, you know, you got, you know, the idiot, the, the President Trump saying he's going to go in there and take it by force because that's just all he knows how to do, apparently, is how oh, I'll send in the troops. Well, it just, just goes to show how easy it is to take over. A communist society who like especially a bunch of a non-political one yet so you have a bunch of citizens who just set up this this chaz god i love the name chaz and well like, you know <laughs> yeah you know mo- they call it chaz it's like <laughs> when i first heard chaz i thought of those the like the the chad memes yeah, yeah, yeah i'm yeah. like are, is this them like trying to like take it back like yeah we're not anemic you know basement dwellers yeah but so so most liberals like most people on the left would generally say guns are bad and all this other stuff. Like at least like the, the political like citizen class and not the upper, you know, the upper like when it's established, the political class will arm themselves, the military, and everything. But just funny, so we have a bunch of people before we have a political institution yet gather together and make this commune. And generally, I would say, most their views are anti-gun. And you take, and literally like one rapper and a few friends in the AK literally took control of it overnight. Like it's like. <laughs> Like, 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 literally, hey guys, guns kind of matter. Like, how easy is it to take over a, a truly believing like communal communist society? Like, before they institute their police force and their their status military, like, if if someone just set up a commune, you just gotta walk in there, Jake, and throw just a few nine millimeter brass shells on the ground. And say, I'm the warlord here, and they're just like, oh shit, we got we got no option. <laughs> I have a hard time believing that this is actually a serious thing. Like, I just. I just have a really it's it, to me it doesn't seem like these guys are all in it all the way like cuz I feel like they're just going to go home in like a week and say oh look it was you know 
there's other reasons why our experiment failed. Oh, yeah. But I actually, yeah, like, but I don't even know if it's like a real experiment. Like, I thought they were protesters or something along those lines, think, and that's why they're still there. I think it's honestly, I don't, I'm don't know that much because all the news stories I read are kind of the same thing. I don't think a lot of news is coming out of there, or at least any news that's presenting any truth. Like, you know, like person filming the streets and doing a documentary on it, which is should seriously happen. If someone's got enough bodyguards, they go there and make a documentary. Of this is gonna be great, but. Uh, from my, I slightly gather, it sounds like there's some protesters there, legit cause, and if I had to take a wild guess, it, like, kind of reading between the lines of stories, it sounds like it's been slightly hijacked from, like, tweets from people in the area by, like, you know, the, um, I guess the, some, some of the tweets make it sound like it's the white liberal class coming in to hijack their memo. So it sounds like, like I wouldn't be surprised, it sounds like between the lines might be some, like, rich college kids that just, like, bored out of school because of the pandemic and like let's go to Chaz and let's just <laughs> and, then, and then when shit gets south they'll go back to their daddy and mommy's basement and then they'll leave the actual protesters natural people live in those in those streets and homes and businesses to deal with the fallout of their autonomous yeah. zone could you imagine what it must be like getting like stuck there and like you had nothing to do with this these like dirty hippies oh no you can't get stuck there Jake remember communists think border control is bad just walk out <laughs> Well, they. <laughs> oh wait, shit! They they what? have They're borders. Stopping oh, and frisking people. Yeah, they set up borders already. Oh my god, I totally <laughs> forgot. With literally barricades. Holy shit, guys! I thought I thought like the communists were all against borders. By the way, I, I'm I'm against borders too, but that's like one of their big things that they you know they they rant and rave about is how, you know, violent the borders are or whatnot, but. Yeah. I guess what the first thing they went and did is set up borders. Look, when there's Weird. one person that barely how that works. When there's one person that can barely half garden and grow your lettuce and he wants out, you got to keep that guy in there. Like she's, <laughs> he's the, he's the only one that forgot to throw some topsoil and a seed down. <laughs> it's the one thing about communism, you have to force people into it. Yep. Yep, a lot of people willingly went there. I, I wonder how willingly you can leave. Well, I guess I shouldn't say a lot of people willingly went there. Who knows if they're already there, but I'd be interested to know if it was a very voluntary society and you could leave when you wanted, et cetera. But I guess it brings yeah. it to the point, like, this this is an interesting experiment just from these, um, the sake that the federal government has done nothing about it. Like, literally nothing. Like, if this continues much longer, they don't do much about it, like, why not have some legit anarchists, legit free market thinkers, legit people just say, hey, our, our home's an autonomous zone. Like, why wouldn't a small rural community like in Montana or Michigan or anywhere, like, just say, hey, we're pretty limited government or no government and we're out here let's make an autonomous zone like why not like this is the time to do it you know the the definitely the uh more communist side the political parties for sure doing it i say if they're getting away with it it's time maybe it's time for some anarchists to actually real anarchists actually put it to the test and see what the experiment's gonna be like the problem you is see that's yeah go that's where you're you're wrong sam because the thing is is anarchists and uh Boog boys are all shit talkers. They don't do anything. They're not actually going to do anything. They're like, it's the communists and these fucking Antifa fuck fuckers that are actually ones that are, well, if you want to call it, like, turn down the government. But yeah, right, man. And it's, uh, I, I, I love the sentiment, bro, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Well, I mean, I'm just encouraging if some people are listening, like, give it a try, guys. I mean, the, the, they're not being hurt by it, but, um, I do bet that this is a whole autonomous zone. Like, if you're really going to be autonomous, you're trying to break away from Seattle and the government, I hope none of them are paying taxes right now. Like, <laughs> I bet I bet everybody there is still paying their taxes and doing their due diligence and everything. It's, it's like the most pretend autonomous zone ever. It's like when a kid is like, 
sets up their own little playpen in your house and pretends they're so independent, you know? You just sit back there and you watch them, like, play behind their fence thinking that they own this little area and that everything's theirs and reality's going to wake up and hit them one day. And they realize, oh, no, we're still controlled. Like, there's nothing autonomous about this. <laughs> like, did they did they still have power yes, in they those do. places? Yes, they do. Which so, is ironic because if you remember, I think it, I think it was Seattle, Seattle or California, definitely one of those Western places that said if businesses don't comply with the stay-at-home order for the pandemic, they would cut off power and water. Now we have a lot of people not complying with any pandemic laws, and literally declare like freedom and sanctuary from the government, and water and power are still being supplied. It's kind of ironic. I think that actually has a, a more more to do with like mob mentality than like actual like principle because the one thing that the blm and um, a lot of these antifa people are really good at is controlling the crowd and um a lot of these i think these these uh companies and even these states and even government leaders are are like i think they're probably one they're afraid of being on the wrong side of history if whatever you want to say because what how this started all this kind of you know, exploded was because of um, police violence and probably and and racism. But they don't want to be on that that other side, so they're they're trying to do everything they can. And I think that's why they're totally going against everything they're saying, like like fucking two weeks ago. Yeah, I think honestly, I we've talked about before in the show that Americans have such a short attention span. Like we're like goldfish. You know, the iPhone five comes out, we forget about problems of yesterday. And I honestly think, like, these protests and this whole situation since George Floyd has been, like, the new pet toy for a majority of the American public. And the iPhone, we don't even remember Corona. So, like, Corona's in the past for us. We're over it. We're done for it. Maybe look at some of these states, like Texas, Georgia, Florida. Cases are spiking across, like, the country, other stuff. But no one gives a, no one gives a shit anymore. Yeah. Like, we're over it. Like, as Americans, mm-hmm. we're just like, eh, it's out there. Man, we're on to our next shiny problem as a country. And and why would any politician go back and hold hold the laws and rules of yesterday when the American public is so captivated by the by the problems of today? And and so they're going to regulate and legislate and, and act appropriately to how they think will get them the most votes to uh, end mm-hmm. up in office the next election, and you're going to get duped again. Yeah, that's just the nature of democracy. Um, and the funny thing about democracy, though, is that it. it within its name it, it outshines the minority every single time and i think that we are kind of on a course that where we've just you've just actually described this in our other episodes where it doesn't matter how small your government is when it starts out whatever power the they it has whoever's in power will use the power they have to get more power and then the other side, when they get into power, they'll do the same thing until it's just this yep. big mess. Yeah. And to the point where, I don't know, man, I, you know, I'm collapsitarian, bro. I think we're going to, like, some sort of, like, neo-feudalism where it'll, it will, we'll have, like, royalty and kings and dukes and shit like that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a true believer, man. So that's I'm a knuckle dragger on this show. <laughs> you could be right. I mean. That's why I need you here to keep me down to earth. Yeah, I mean, who's to say you're not right? I mean, like. Empires rise and fall all the time. I think it was you who told me like early in the show, like we have a lot of trends about the Roman Empire. There's a lot of similarities between mm-hmm. us and Rome, like oh, before the fall. Don't get me wrong. I, I think that the political like 
elite in America are going to still be the number one in the world. I just think that there's just going to be a lot less freedom than there is now. Yeah, I mean, empires all got collapsed at some point, you know, and just it's just history. And we've had a good run as America, and I hope it lasts yeah. a little bit longer. But <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, geez, I know people say we got tons more time and like all the problems don't matter from the debt to our foreign policy to our domestic politics. We have time. But if you really think about America, what what are we like? 250 years old, roughly on top of my head, like. Mm-hmm. Like my grandma's grandma, grandma probably saw like the beginning of the country if they all lived long enough, like three, four solid, like full generations. And that's America. Like it's really not that right. ancient of a history. Mm-hmm. I talked about before, like people always say, oh, the, like, the, in regards to debt, the debt doesn't matter. We have, we're 26 trillion in debt. Who cares? Like, well, we, we've been in trillions of debt for forever. Like, no, you haven't. Like probably from the time my grandma was in her 90s was born to here, like, the money has changed from like being on a gold standard, FDR taking all the gold to Nixon getting off it to the bankruptcy and to like where we are now, like got what one more 70 year generation, there probably won't be a US dollar. Like people like think just because they've had like problems in their life that lasted 10, 15 years or there hasn't and the society is still around that it'll just last that way forever. But if you take a step back, look at the history of humanity, like this is a blink of a this is a blink of an eye. Like it's like well, two or three generations and like the problems have magnified so much. What's to say they don't collapse in another generation. And, and you know, the scary part of all of this as well is I know you and I rag on the American system as much as we possibly can, because, you know, I think that it's full of tyrants and power hungry people, but I, I don't think you can logically make an argument that the current system and the current world order that we're living in isn't, relatively speaking in human history i'm going to make that clear is probably the best time humans have ever had oh without a doubt uh with you know you know with like just economic growth and standard of living and that's only been made possible by american security guarantees and the u.s dollar being the world reserve currency as soon as the u.s stops you know protecting all the waters from from pirates and you know other advanced countries from each other it's gonna get bad and it's gonna get rough like we are in the calm right now we've been in this like last 70 years since world war ii man when that order was established it's like it's like a weird blip of thing a a weird time in history where there was actual relatively speaking order where major powers were not pointing their guns at each other and murdering one another for resources you know scarce resources and instead of they started working they actually work together but when that when the that security goes away and then the american market goes away which i think it's going to just on the rhetoric of donald trump and the past few administrations and a lot of what people are talking about in the united states it's gonna be rough i think it is for the whole world i guess like we talked some doom and gloom in the past five minutes but you did hit on a point of hope like Generally speaking, like this is the best time in human history, and for Americans, you're trying to living under the the best political system, I guess you could argue in human history, at least in, in some regards. But if you look at all human history, besides maybe other than the Dark Ages, like human history has progressively gotten better, more peaceful, safer, and and it's we've evolved as like as a species and all. And I know there's blimps in the road that you could like point all the way back to the feudal ages to before that or where it just seemed like chaos. But generally speaking, it's improved our whole lot our whole history. And I guess there is there is hope that it just keeps improving. I just can't see 
America as a as our current state as part of that improvement. I think eventually, you know, you, like you said, the dollar whether it collapses, you withdraw too much, so some world maybe there's a World War Three or things like that. Maybe we just fall off the world pedestal. I mean, we've tons of countries have taken their turn at the world pedestal from Greece to Italy to Britain. I think Mongolia ruled a lot of the world sometime to the U.S. You know, and I think you're going to see. I, what I hope for is that the world continues to get better at the rate we're doing. We get more peaceful. We add more wealth to the world. We lift more people out of poverty. Well, I just don't see America as the um, the leader of that world going forward. Yeah. Because, because eventually I, our empire and government have to collapse. And I think it's shown all history that someone's going to take that spot. Who's going to take that spot is going to be interesting. But I hope our fall is kind of like the Great, Great Britain fall. You know, where like they had 25% of the world under their... Like the sunset never set in their empire. They had twenty five percent of the world. Like they had control with resources over, and maybe maybe we'll fall like that, where it's just the continental U.S. No external military bases, etc. Maybe we'll fall more, and be like America will just be the Midwest. I mean, if you look at how much land Britain used to rule and how what they, they rule now, I mean, it's not a bad deal to be a British mm-hmm. citizen now. You still live under relatively wealthy Western society with a decent amount of freedoms, but hopefully our fall is as subtle as a and safe as the British Empire, not a total collapse of war, you know, like like Rome. <laughs> I I think I I I I think that the United States fall won't be as hard as the rest of everyone else, because the United States has probably the biggest piece of real the best piece of real estate on planet Earth, mm-hmm. in regards to like farming and food and you know natural barriers. Yeah. Um. The rest of the world isn't so lucky. And on top of that, the United States is the only nation on planet Earth with the capability of creating the global security network that it currently has. There's there's no nation with even the pot like even can even like pretend to think they can have that. I know like there's a lot of talk about China becoming the next super global superpower, but it's a joke when people say that China is the next world leader. It, it it's 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 a farce. You, you have to be able to project power with your navy, and China, most of Chinese na- Chinese navy naval ships can't even go a thousand miles off of their coast. So, and they're and they're in a bigger debt trap than the United States. I think China's going to collapse, by the way. But that you know, I I know I'm just like theories and just can, you know tinfoil hat, hat episode, guys. <laughs> but I think that the United States is in the will be in the best position after it's global withdrawal but i think it's going to be a lot it's going to be a lot harder to live life like the 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 day where you're getting your your tv screens for really cheap are over it's gonna like prices are going to dramatically increase standard of living is going to go down for everybody including americans but we won't have as much a dramatic fall that's just what i think no i think you hit spot on so i I think i think america did collapse the government everything you're right. I don't think any external power has the resources or capability to attack us. You know, it's two great oceans to cross. You know, like the Rocky Mountains, the Mississippi, it's, and you have a bunch of still armed America. It's just it's un it's unrealistic to even attack, invade, hold, and maintain. It's just so I think like the only really danger of like America as we know it being being really really truly ended is if like for some reason our system collapsed and we withdrew from the world, became a largely independent country, and we broke up into sectors. Like there's I think what um there's at least somewhere between 7 to 11 kind of like geographical and demographic sectors if you break America. I can't remember, mm-hmm. I can't remember how it is. But I could see that happening. Like, it would truly oh, yeah. collapse. Like, America, the the continental U.S. only become a few different countries or a few different uh, nation states. And then, 
And then eventually down the road, I think you'll have the problems Europe had, you know, where those nation states will fight with each other and stuff. But, I mean, it'll largely be the continental U.S. Because, again, like, no one's really ever conquered Europe and held Europe for forever unless you're a European country. So, you know, you don't, so, I mean, I, I could see America largely following the European route of smaller nation states in the long run and just that, mm-hmm. all the chaos that that brings. And then we'll have a American Union and... <laughs> and well, history will repeat itself like it and, always does. And Michigan will try to do its, you know, own Michigan-exit. Yeah. Whatever you call it. I yeah. hope it's Michigan. Well, if I still live here and I'm still alive for all that. but Yeah, I'll be dead and long gone. And that's a lot of random projecting for this country, but I don't see any of it yeah. as overly unreasonable. Yeah. I think... I think that um, if we don't get our if if they, the Fed doesn't stop like trying to collapse the dollar, I think it's I think it's happening because that's what the Fed seems to do. I mean, yesterday the Dow Jones I know it's just an average, but the Dow Jones fell two like two almost two thousand points. So naturally, Donald Trump's reaction was, "I'm gonna blame the Fed." It's like. Dude, what else is he going to do? And come on, like, who cares about the stock market at this point, you know? Who cares about it? Like, what's he going to do? Is he, can he lower rates any further? Because <laughs> we get negative all you're doing rates. Is just, you know, turning that brr, brr, the printer on. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I think I talked, we talked about it a few times. It's just, I, I just can't see how the dollar can withstand this kind of mass printing, mass money creation, low interest rates. It's, I just feel like the bubble we're sitting on is just humongous, and it's to make the 2008 pop look like nothing. And they, they, um, I, I don't. So I was listening to an opinion of an of economist, and you know, take what economists for what they will, because they study the economy, not finance, and I think they're kind of a little different. But he said that he was saying that when interest rates are low the debt the national debt actually isn't really that much of a problem you're right but but when it gets when when the interest rate gets higher that's when you gotta kind of like oh god you know but then he also said well the united states has like trillions of dollars worth of assets and i'm like well those aren't like you know federal or state assets or most of those are probably private assets but you know knowing what the federal, the state and local governments did this past couple months i wouldn't i wouldn't put it past a bunch of federal governments to seize do asset forfeiture and things like that if it really you know came around but i'm just rambling no you're you're right with that the, the so the interest payments thing i think i said that before in the show but my rough understanding and i get this wrong but i think this is generally correct from my understanding but basically yeah, the debt doesn't really matter as long as you make payments on, of interest on the debt. The problem is, um, in order to keep those payments and interest rates low so the, the debt is manageable, you have to have the very active Fed with a lot of money out there so you make money cheap. So the problem is interest rates are nowhere near their market average. So the Fed's got really two options. Keep those interest rates super low by making money cheap and making more and more of it so it's manageable, so that really doesn't matter, and risk like eventually runaway inflation or stop like stop, stop, stop making money so cheap, uh, let the interest okay. rates rise to their market average, and then you have a massive interest payment on this debt, which is going to cripple the government eventually because it just you can't, <laughs> can't keep up with it. So they're kind of stuck or between the these, these. Yeah, they're just stuck <laughs> between these two terrible options, and the the Fed will obviously, I think all history shows this with runaway inflation and governments and central banks 
they'll choose the route where you just keep printing, 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 and eventually, you know, U.S. dollars will be cheaper to wipe your ass with than buy toilet paper. I mean, I don't know if we'll see it in our lifetime, but I wouldn't be surprised to see it in my kids or my kids' life, uh, kids' kids' lifetime. Like, I'd be shocked if we didn't hit runaway inflation but for my grandkids one day. Like, if, if I'd, I'd be amazed. I'd have to give my hand uh, applause to the U.S. society for holding, holding on that long because I'm for sure think it's going to happen for my grandkids in their lifetime. Well, I don't think that there's anything that we can do to stop it because they're just that's all co- countries have really ever done is when it when it they get stuck between that rock and a hard place they always go for printing more money yep at least that's what they always do yep since the creation of central banks they have and the central banks collapse countries go through depressions and what's their solution we'll recreate the same formula <laughs> that's that's fun yeah, I'm so like thrilled about the future now, Sam. That's like that's like all I got today too. You got anything else for us, dude? I don't have crap. I start. I'm in school now, so it's been really hard getting in, in you know, back into the swing of that, and you know, juggling news stories. But I promise I'm gonna have some real good stuff next week. <laughs> nah, I didn't have much either. Just Chaz was too funny, and you know, I'm just in like what week like ten of pandemic lockdown depression. So, I mean, who even wants to read the news anymore? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel, yeah, because it's all, it's all like, oh, and we might possibly be going to war with China and murder hornets and everything that you could possibly uh, imagine. So yeah, I have to say you know, this bro. for uh, at least Chaz, though. We've had a lot of plagues and problems in 2020. It looks like the communist plague listeners, it's going to be weak to nothing. I think, I think, we're, ahead, <laughs> I think we're ahead of the cur- plague curve now. If the communists can't do a dent... I think God has finally looked favorably on us, and the rest of 2020 might be all right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, until next time, guys, follow us on social media. You know, all the same, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Minds. You also uh, email us at trendamediapodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, and we will see you next week. Yeah.